Dr. Cardinelli, we're talking about the True Beam Linear Accelerator. So let's start by explaining a linear accelerator. A linear accelerator is a piece of medical equipment. It's probably the most sophisticated piece of medical equipment at any one cancer center or even hospital. And it delivers radiation treatments to patients with cancer. It's very sophisticated and it requires this term linear accelerator that creates the high energy and the intensity of the radiation beam to focus it on the patient's particular cancer that they may have. Patients have been receiving radiation treatment for cancer for a long time. What makes this better? Patients have been getting radiation treatments, you know, throughout, you know, the 19th and 20th and 21st centuries. They've been getting it for a very long time. And what has happened over the past maybe two decades is there's been a true revolution of the technology such that radiation was so crude just 20 years ago, you'd basically just aim something at a patient and go right through all of their normal tissues and destroy a lot of their tissues. And we found that out like 10 years later when they all had severe side effects from radiation. Over the last decade or two, and I would argue that St. Mary has been on the real forefront of always having the latest and best technology for radiation. And this has gotten so sophisticated, and this is just the latest and the greatest iteration of the sophistication of modern radiation uh, therapy technology. So how does this new technology help the patient? Let's say that uh, your tumor is located, let's just say um, behind your heart, that there's a tumor in your chest. In the past, the radiation would have to go through your whole body and through your heart to get there or through other organs. Now we give radiation through dozens of different angles, and it's able to really shape the radiation much better. If you can think about a cloud, let's say, of radiation encompassing the area that you want it to go, and something close by, like a critical structure that you don't want to give damage to, like the heart, then you can curve the radiation actually around that structure and still treat the cancer, thereby limiting side effects. And you can give more. So the cure rate has gone up, and the side effects have gone down, making radiation now a very useful tool where before we might have had to do mutilating surgery or more aggressive surgery. An example of that is voice box cancer. You used to see patients with tracheostomies very, very often walking around. Now you don't see it, right? because radiation is being used as an alternative because you can give more and make it safer to avoid um, maybe more aggressive surgeries that you might not need anymore. How long have you had this machine? We've had it here since the pioneering days of what's called IMRT radiation. And we actually have really now two different machines that do IMRT differently. One is called tomotherapy which we were one of the first in Philadelphia and I think maybe the only one to to have. And now we have this other machine called TrueBeam that that does IMRT, which which stands for Intensity Modulated Radiation Therapy. And so we have a menu of options. And what we do as the radiation oncologist is we figure out when the patient comes in, what's the best tool that I have? And now we just have another tool. So depending on the location of the tumor, 
and the other factors involved, treatment is customized here at this hospital since we have many different ways to give this new advanced technology. So the newer machine has some features in it that, that most departments of radiation oncology will not have. And this machine, for example, has much better imaging technology. So you can imagine if we can image or take a picture of the tumor right before we're treating it, we know how to locate it very precisely. So this machine has a built-in high-resolution CAT scan machine in it. And it takes a very good picture. So then the machine knows where to target more accurately. It's also very quick. So the patient can be on the table a total of five minutes for a treatment that used to take 45 minutes or an hour. So those are just two of the features. The third one is what is also important on these machines is you have the ability to catch any errors or any possibility for a malfunction. And these new machines have a very, very sophisticated um, um, ability to guarantee with almost 100% certainty uh, that the treatments will be safer for the patient. It sounds really complicated and very difficult to use. This requires a lot of intensive training and experience by a whole team of people. And you need the correct team to take advantage of the technology, and that's the physicians, the engineers and physicists, and the radiation therapists. And it happens that at St. Mary, we have the highest level of that. So we're able to take this technology and immediately really use it to its advantage because of our experience. And finally, what do you tell patients when you sit down and tell them you're going to be treating them with this machine? It's a very customized thing. So the first thing we do, we, we make sure when we have a patient for an initial visit that it's one hour and 30 minutes. Okay. And this is a comprehensive appointment. So it's really important at the, at the first step is to lay out between all the different cancer treatments like surgery and chemotherapy and radiation and immunotherapy, what's the best combination? Or what are the best two options? Sometimes there's two options that a patient may have. So the first step is the broad plan of their care. Okay. The second step is, okay, how do we get there? And we lay out very carefully, and I literally number it, 1 through 20. Okay. Number 1 set up this appointment. Number two, we're going to have this done. Number three, when it gets to the radiation part, we have to do a simulation, which if you could think about a three-dimensional picture of your body, where we can then go and calculate the radiation, that's one of the steps involved. And then we tell them very, very carefully, okay, we make, I make two lists. One is short-term possible complications, and the second is long-term. They're different. And I list each one and then I put the odds that that could happen so that they know what they're getting into and what the risks are. We don't want any patient never to be fully educated about every possible outcome and every potential complication that they can have. So it's very important that, that, that at the beginning that that's clearly understood. And as time goes on, I'm happy to say that those numbers about complications go way down. 
you know, I used to say, well, there was a 20% chance you'd develop rectal bleeding from prostate cancer treatment. Now I say it's 1%. That's a, that's a 20-fold decrease. Um, and we'll do that for every poss- possibility so that they're aware of what to look out for, which is why it's important for us to continue their follow-up care to make sure that they're not headed down a path of having a complication because the sooner we know it may happen, then we can intervene to, to prevent it, hopefully. Dr. Cardinelli, thank you so much for your time.